your eyes to the skies. It's time for Space Out on 95PFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. PFM to Josh. Come in, Josh. Kia ora. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, good. Uh, what's Obviously, you guys are getting a full reno at the Stardome. But what's yeah, what's yeah. been anything anything to speak of happening? Um, oh, I mean, I actually saw some photos today. The reno is looking pretty good. It's mm-hmm. very exciting. We've kind of gutted the building, um, started to put in some new walls. So yeah, um, yeah, all the upgrades looking really good. So yeah, we're definitely on track to um, mm. yeah, hopefully open in a few months. Building of the future on on the way. Mm, yeah, it's um, very exciting. And yeah, it's also really really necessary. We've um, needed to upgrade for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice one. Now, uh, what's happening in the world of space news? Um, we had the uh, little birthday on Mars with Perseverance, um, celebrated its second year on Mars, which is yeah, a pretty big milestone for NASA. Um, they've, they've accomplished quite a lot in that those two years. Would you um, say that Perseverance is the most sophisticated and like the biggest Mars mission that humanity has undertaken? Oh, yeah, it absolutely is in every sense. It's the biggest, heaviest, most advanced rover, um, and it probably will be for quite a while to come. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it, it's really built for longevity too. So, it, you know, it's been two years, but it absolutely will go for, you know, probably another decade, honestly, on Mars. I mean, we've seen that with Curiosity, which also had its 10th birthday mm-hmm. um, yeah, last year. Um, but, yeah, it's done quite a lot, and it's definitely kind of... it's set itself up for the following Mars missions um, with all those samples that it's collected. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also created kind of what astronomers have called like the first kind of uh, depository or depot on Mars. It's dropped those samples off um, and now it's carrying on on its kind of next step of exploration. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this particular rover, is it nuclear powered? Um, it's powered by something called RTG, which is kind of like kind of like nuclear power it's basically plutonium which mm-hmm. is you know a byproduct of nuclear energy um but that plutonium decays or it basically lets off heat yeah. um and the machine inside the rover actually turns that heat into electricity okay um so yeah it's like a really really long lasting battery essentially from yes. you know radioactive plutonium yeah okay so it's not in any danger of getting buried under um mars dust and running out of solar power yeah, no, it doesn't run solar power. So yeah, the, the early Mars rovers in the 2000s were solar power. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we kind of learned that we do need uh, different sources of energy on Mars because yeah, obviously they were at the whim of those you know dust storms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Perseverance doesn't doesn't have to worry about that at all. Now, is Perseverance cruising with the helicopter? Yeah, the helicopter is also still going, which is the other exciting part of the mission. Um, that just completed, I think it was the 44th flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Mars just last week, and it was only designed for five. Yes. Um, so that that's probably one of the most impressive parts of the, of the mission is that tiny little helicopter is still going. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's still flying, still doing flights, and still kind of scouting out the area for the rover. Yes. Has it come back with any other sort of, like, new science from the helicopter? Is it able to make observations that can give us more learnings about the red planet? Yeah, well, the, the helicopter, it actually didn't carry any scientific um, instruments. So all mm-hmm. it had was really a camera for navigation because it yeah. was what we call a technology demonstration. So NASA built it just with the idea of, you know, proving that we can find Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't have any instruments, but basically we now know that we can find Mars. So NASA already is planning, you know, future missions to have helicopters that do have scientific instruments on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Ingenuity's kind of really paved the way for that. Would they build a bigger helicopter next time around? 
Like, just... I think it would be, yeah, slightly bigger, um, but I think there is, there's a real limit on Mars because the air is so thin. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have something that's extremely light and, you know, the blades spin really fast. So even though we would want to send, you know, scientific instruments on these helicopters, you are really limited. You'd have to have a really, really lightweight helicopter to even fly on Mars. So there, there are still limitations. Do you know much about Perseverance's next couple of missions or stops or science that it will be doing? Yeah, so what it's done in the last two years, it's basically been on the crater floor of a place called Jezero Crater. Um, It's now reached what we call the delta, so it's an old river delta that used to be on Mars. Um, And it's now climbing that delta, so this is where we're actually seeing um, layers of deposits of things from, you know, billions of years ago on Mars. So this is when we're probably going to really start to see, um, you know, potential signs of, you know, all the water that was there. I thought you were going to say life. Signs of life. Well, hopefully life. Um, yeah, I don't want to be the first to say we found life on Mars. Hopefully we do, but yeah, we're actually at that area now, so the rover's now climbing that delta on Mars, which is quite exciting. Does the rover have any defence sort of stuff if it did encounter some sort of hostile alien <laughs> being? I mean, it, it has a laser, technically. It's got a chemical laser. It can zap things. Okay. Um, but as to how potent that would be against the Martian, I couldn't tell you. All right. How quickly does it get instructions? Like, or does it have some sort of you know, uh, not sentience, but can it make decisions on the fly by itself? Yeah, it it is autonomous, so it can drive. Basically, NASA tells it locations where to go, says, hey, I want you to go here. The rover will autonomously drive there through the day. Um, You know, signals to Mars can take about 20 minutes, but the rover basically gets instructions in the morning. It completes all the activities that it's been asked, some of it autonomously, um, and then it kind of rests at night, basically, and waits for the next instruction. So, yeah, there's a bit of autonomy on it. Okay, all right. Now, um, what's next in space news? Oh, you've sent through the video of SpaceX firing uh, the Starship rocket. Mm, very, very, very powerful. Yeah, they had the first uh, kind of full engine, what you call a static fire, which mm-hmm. is basically when you turn the rocket on while it's still bolted to the ground just to make yes. sure that all the rockets, the engines are going. Um, and they are, and it was, yeah, it's pretty powerful. It's quite exciting to what? see that, you know, I mean... hopefully we're going to see flight. How do they build a structure strong enough to hold on to a rocket which is designed to blast off into space? Why doesn't it just rip the the structure <laughs> off the ground? Yeah, you'd think so. It's, it sounds really arbitrary, but they actually physically bolt rockets down. Um, that's what keeps them vertical, and it doesn't mm. sound like a lot, but they have these really thick bolts that you hold them to the ground. And when rockets do actually take off, um, they have explosive bolts, so they actually fire the bolts they basically combust, and then the rocket can actually take off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, in this case, I don't know the technicals behind SpaceX's systems, but it would have been, you know, pretty pretty heavily bolted down in some, some regard. Okay. Let's see if we can hear it. Um, there is a video of Elon Musk afterwards that... Pretty quick sort of blast. Yeah, it's um, what I found actually quite interesting because this rocket, it's got 33 engines, which is the most of any rocket ever. Um, but SpaceX came out afterwards and actually said that two of the engines didn't actually turn on, so only 31 actually fired. Mm-hmm. Um, but what that means actually is, even though it's, you know, you'd think, oh, it failed, um, because it has so many engines, there is a bit of a fail-safe that if one or two of the engines do fail, you know, when it's actually flying, the rocket would have actually still reached orbit mm-hmm. um, because there are so many engines, still so much power. So there is a bit of fail-safe in that system of having so many engines, even if a few fail. Nice. Now... More, more Mars news? 
Yeah, a little um, last month left is actually another rover, which is China's rover. Um, that's been on Mars for about a year and a half. Um, probably is dead, from what we know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Chinese space agency is, is pretty has been pretty quiet about the rover. Um, but what we kind of do know is basically during the Martian winter, this rover, um, it's called Zurong, which is actually solar-powered, um, went into hibernation, and they expected it to wake up basically in December of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hasn't, so we've heard nothing from the rover, and it's, it's really likely that dust has fallen on the panels. Mm-hmm. It's lost power and it's yeah, probably frozen to death, essentially. It looks like it's got some wings out the side. So were those, like, thin uh, solar solar panels yeah yeah so those are solar panels so they unfurled basically when the rover landed mm-hmm. um it's, it's really similar actually to nasa's early rovers the opportunity rover which a lot of people know mm-hmm. um that died in a, a dust storm a few years ago um very similar design um but yeah it's very likely that yeah dust has just simply accumulated on the dust panels um and it, yeah it also can't heat itself when it doesn't have energy so it's yes. very likely that the internals yeah have frozen or it's been damaged probably won't wake up again how long did it manage to last on mars uh, i think it landed in june or july of last year okay um so it's been yeah just under or over a year roughly yeah. uh, don't forget that i forget the exact date um but it's it's definitely done its mission i mean it was this was one of china's technology demonstrations so mm-hmm. it wasn't designed to last you know, for more than a few months, and it definitely has. So it's, it's still completed all of its objectives. Why would they make, why on earth would they make a rover that is solar-powered when there's, you know, potentially learnings from going to Mars that a solar-powered thing won't last? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's kind of two things. The first is it's really expensive mm-hmm. uh, to use plutonium, like on Perseverance. So yes. there's also a, not a lot of plutonium in the world. So the actual supply of plutonium is very very small so you have to really make sure that when you do have someone using for like a flagship mission um so there's not a lot of plutonium and also solar power is simply just cheaper okay so a lot of missions that we send to mars if we don't plan them you know to last for more than a few years we're going to use solar power just because it's so much cheaper so yeah a few economical reasons behind that okay makes sense now uh what other stardom news do you have to share with us josh um, well, in, in regards to stardom, obviously we're closed, um, but we did have a little bit of exciting news today, which is uh, we are now uh, basically certified as carbon neutral, um, mm. which is something we've been working on for a few years. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we've um, uh, be, yeah, be, be certified by Toy2, which is an organization which yeah, certifies businesses, um, which is, yeah, really exciting. We're obviously still got a lot of work to do um, to even further our footprint, but it's um, yeah, something we've been working on for a few years. Excellent. Congrats, Josh. If people just want to go check out um, the Stardome online, it's stardome.org.nz. Yep, that's the one. All right, mate. Hey, we'll look forward to speaking with you in a fortnight's time, mate. All right, we'll speak to you then. Control, we are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.